This is Temple Talk Radio with Steve Temple from Pinnacle Investment Advisors. You need a financial strategy that accounts for challenges like market volatility and inflation, and that also adequately prepares you for retirement. The purpose of Temple Talk Radio is to address common financial concerns, provide helpful strategies, and offer ways you may be able to achieve your financial goals. And now, here's Temple Talk Radio. Good morning, Miami Valley. Hey, folks, this is Steve Temple with Pinnacle Investment Advisors, bringing it to you again this week for Temple Talk Radio. And boy, we've got a special guest I'll be interested in here in a second. But uh, before I do that, we've also got Tony Shore, co-host on the show. Yeah, great to be here, Steve. Thanks for having me on the show once again. This is going to be a great one. Boy, uh, Larry's a pretty big get, and I'm going to let you introduce him. But uh, uh, wow, you're you're kicking the show off uh, really, really uh, intensely by getting uh, some, some great guests. And uh, I'm excited about this one, Steve. I really am. But first, I've had a great week. Steve, how are you doing? You know what, Tony? It's been great. You know, we the show last week, uh, we've already had some some responses from that. Uh, we've had some folks that have emailed us with like, in fact, we have a couple of topics they want us to talk about here in the future. So, you know, it's exciting to, to know the show kicked off last week, you know, and it, it's been some good stuff. So I'm just and like, I'm very honored that we, we have a special friend here with us today and, uh, it's just fun. What we do is fun. And, uh, and we're also providing just some great information at the same time. So. Yeah, that sounds good. So introduce our special guest. I can't wait. Well, you know, it's it's Mr. Mr. Larry Hangston. You know, it's uh, in fact, you know, wow. Tony, we did we did mention last week that we were going to have a special guest on the show, and uh, Mr. Larry Hangston. I've gotten to know him over the past couple of years, and you know, when we say he is a legend, he is. He he's been in the radio industry with WHIO for forty years. Wow, uh, and he's he is the voice of the UD Flyers both on the basketball and football and it's always fun to hear the dialogue you know at those games so we're very honored to have him here today and it's going to be kind of a fun uh we're going to be talking a little bit about his book uh that he wrote and just some of the chapters in there and how those those things actually apply to not just basketball but also to other aspects in one's life wow and larry's an author too larry you must have started when you were about 10 if you've yeah, been yeah, in it yeah. 40 years. Yeah, five, okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I had good fortune that, uh, you know, I, I came out of Bowling Green in 1979 and and uh, had a hard time finding a job right out of college. You know, it was about six months before I finally uh, came up with something at a little small radio station in northwest Ohio, a WBNO in Bryan. It was there for about a year and a half. Came to WHIO in uh, March of 1981. Mm. And, uh, and did not really think, okay, this is where I'm going to spend the rest of my uh, working life. Um, because in, in the broadcast industry, someone doesn't say, you know what, I would like to get a job in Dayton, Ohio someday and then just stay there. Um, you know, I was like any other uh, dumb kid. You know, I thought, well, I got to get I gotta Chicago, New York, uh, L.A., someplace like that. But, uh, you know, life, uh, life uh, tends to lead you in different directions and your, your values and uh, change and, and you adapt and the things that are important to you when you're, when you're 30 are different than they were when you're 20. And 
the things that are important to you at 40 are different than they were when you were 30. And I could go on and on about that. And, and this kind of does play into what you do, Steve, is that, yes. you know, you know, our, the needs and what's important to you changes as life goes on. But I've been, been very, very blessed. I mean, this is a place where I've been able to grow and raise a family. So personally and professionally, it's just been a it's just been a wonderful ride. And, and I do not see an end in sight. I'm I'm sorry, folks, but you're still stuck with me for, <laughs> for quite some time. I, I, I you know, this is my I just uh, recognize my first 42 years here. Wow. <laughs> I'm impressed as a, you know, I've worked in radio and uh, broadcasting myself for a long time. And I, I don't know if I've ever met someone who stayed at one station as long mm. as you have. Um, in the radio business, typically there's a lot of moving around. I mean, I, I started in my hometown of Worthington, Minnesota, then went to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, then Minneapolis, then out to Southern California, then to Nashville. Now I'm back in Minnesota and it, you know, Ohio. So it's uh, it's very impressive, uh, honestly. Well, but I would say this, and I I, I told this, uh, said this to Steve earlier, is that uh, you, you know, and, and I think it's not just me, but anytime, and and maybe even not just this business, but anytime you run into someone who has a, a longevity with a given company, a given uh, uh, a given firm, if you will, um, it, it speaks well for that business that that company yeah I, I i held up my end of the bargain okay i did yeah. what i did what i was supposed to do but uh, i was not subject to uh knee-jerk uh, management styles i was not uh, subject to instable ownership uh where there were sales and mergers and yeah, purchases and all of the right. things that you know i and i could list uh, way more people than I would care to list who are talented, hardworking individuals uh, in my industry and others who find themselves looking for a job through no fault of their own simply because they fell victim to the whims of maybe a poorly managed uh, or a, a company that just lacked uh, the wherewithal or the capital to, to be able to compete. Yeah. yeah, which happens a lot in radio. Yeah. So, Steve, I know you have a number of questions for your for your guest, our guest, Larry. Um, especially about his book. I'm, I'm interested in that. Well, you know, this this book, he gave this to me last year. And uh, this is the second book, by the way. But uh, this one is another one. It's a bestseller. But it's uh, Bigger Than Basketball. And then subtitled, The Dayton Flyers' Greatest Season. And as I'm reading through this, you know, obviously you've got the chapters. Uh, and the, the, the second chapter, it mentions change. And, and, and so, Larry, we're going to talk about that just a little bit because change, obviously, is something near and dear to, to our profession and how things change and how do people respond to that. So tell us a little bit about your chapter two, that when you start talking about the change of the legacy, what was going on at UD, what was what was going on then? Well, I think, it, you know, the, the change I refer to is a, it was a coaching change and it, and it was the uh, end of uh, this would have been uh, <coughs> You know, April, March, April of 2017, and uh, the Dayton Flyers have, have had four, like, really good years. They've been to the NCAA tournament. Things are good. And uh, I was I was having lunch with my, my mother in, over in Columbus, <laughs> yeah. and, and my phone's buzzing. And, you know, I don't – I did – didn't want to interrupt uh, lunch with mom to look at my phone, but it was just nonstop. And I thought, well, maybe, you know, maybe there's an emergency, emergency at home or something yes. like that. And it was just a bunch of uh, 
really almost cryptic uh, texts from friends saying, well, that sucks, and well, my day's ruined, or what a way to start a Saturday. And I'm thinking, what the heck is going on? And then finally, I was someone more directly alluded to the fact that, that Archie Miller um, was leaving and was going to Indiana. And so, you know, that, that, that forced a change upon a lot of people. It forced a change. You know, he, he made a change. Well, and that's, of course, uh, forced a change upon the University of Dayton to, to, to go out and hire a successor. And, and then that forced a change on Dayton fans to, to, to embrace somebody new. And it forced a change on Dayton players. And, and, you know, a lot of times, you know, change, we have changes happen in our life when, when we, we raise our hand, we step up and we say, I think I want to change things. Yeah. Those happen rare. You know, uh, and, and, and I applaud anyone who does that, who, who I mean, I really applaud. Uh, at one point in time, uh, in years and years and years ago, I, I taught a class at a um, at a broadcast school. So it's essentially it's non-traditional college students, right. you know, a lot of adults and veterans and people that are coming back. And, 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 I, and I told them, I applaud you because you have made a decision. You said, what I'm doing is not good enough. I want something better. I want to change. I want something better. I want to be different. I want it to be better. And and you made that willing decision to make a change. And I applauded those students for doing that. And I applaud anyone who does that, uh, because to, you know it's rare you have that opportunity. So many of the changes that that we are subjected to in our life, both personally and professionally, they happen to us. Right. right. Uh, and then so the, the, then we have to react. We have to adapt to change as opposed to being the active participant in creating change. Yes. And that's something when I was reading that and then I read on to all the things that, that followed, you know, like you said, the, the, the community and the, the players and how do they all react? And so you, in, in my industry, boy, change is tough also, you know. Uh, people get into this 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 groove, if you call it that, or sometimes we'll even call it a rut, mm-hmm. and they tend to just keep doing well. I, they've always done it that way, and yeah. somebody else has always done it that way. So I guess I'll just do it that way as well, right? Mm-hmm. So here along here comes along an opportunity, right, uh, where uh, things could improve, yeah, right, and it, it's just difficult. Yeah, and and you know, it's I was playing golf many years ago, and uh, I'd been on the air in the morning, and it was one of those crazy days. I can't remember which 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 crazy year it was in in, in, in the financial world. We've had a few, uh, but it, it, it was one of those days where I, I don't know. I think the Dow lost probably about seven eight hundred points the day before, something like that. Right, and uh, you know, and I'm I'm at the golf course, and an older gentleman who was uh, obviously was 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 retired and that was his income <laughs> right. you know and, and he uh, he said thanks a lot for the great news for the bad news and i said oh yeah i guess that would be bad news for you but you know what i'm still i'm still investing so that's great <laughs> that was great news for me because i just bought a lot of stuff yesterday yes. with the prices being the way they were yes, so sir. Yes, yeah sir. And so there, there again you know change hit us both it yes. hit me different than it did him yes yes and you know, Larry, thanks for that that sharing that because see, that's it's all about being informed, right? Yeah, it, it's about being educated, and and that's what we pride ourselves on as far as how we do things in our firm. We educate people, we inform them because things are going to change. 
you know, in fact, we we teach, we have fun with this. You know, there's two guarantees in life. What are those? Well, between death and taxes. Death and taxes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and, and, and so, but there's actually three guarantees in life, and that is things are going to change. Yeah. And we teach that. We believe that because that's just how things are. The cycle, and some people are not prepared for it. Yeah. And some people, they fight it. And they, Even though when something comes along that could possibly give them a better outcome, it's difficult to change, yeah. you know, or the, on the flip side of that, things are going to change anyway, you know, like it or not, we have to be able to adapt and, and overcome and that's where the, the the knowledge and the education come in. Yeah, just because, like you, said. you know, fear is fear is fear can paralyze you, right? Um, you know, and and I think that'll you know, I, I I think it's almost natural to fear change, right? Because change is for the most part unknown, right? Very seldom are we presented with change and we you know okay we have a change today and here's how it's going to be. <laughs> no, I think no, it's like things are going to change and you're going to find out, right? And, you're going to find out, and see it's those unknowns. Yeah, and you know it's human character, human behavior. Those unknowns cause t- people to tend just to they paralyze. Mm-hmm. They just don't do anything because it's the fear of the unknown that just stops them dead in their tracks, right? And I appreciate what you said earlier that you and your buddy playing golf. You know, he was concerned. You're thinking, "Hey, this is great, right?" Because I, I'm, yeah, and I even shared that same analogy for years where. You know, when I was because I started my career 28 years ago in the 401k industry and and I was educating, you know, the employees about, you know, putting money in the mutual funds. And and I said, folks, listen, uh, because there there was conversation about this. You know, one guy thought he was the smartest guy in the room and he was going to get in and out of the market and time the market and all that stuff. And the funny thing about it is I asked the group, I said, okay, Friday for four hours only, this store in your region, whatever that store may have been, they're going to have a half off sale, everything in the store. Half off, no questions asked. You all would be taking vacation days or not show up for work, you know, after lunch because you're going to be standing over to buy that 80 inch big screen half off, and you're not going to sit here and say, "Well, there must be something wrong with it, right?" Because why would they sell it half off? Well, that's the that's not the issue. The issue is it's a half off sale. You're going to buy it on sale. Well, the other people they they don't want to buy it on sale. They want to pay full price, and that goes back to your analogy about when. Market goes down. You're yeah. putting money in, but see, it takes it takes knowledge and education to understand that, or people do tend to make the wrong decisions at the wrong time. So that's what we try to help them with in our process: is to educate them, understand that the changes are changes are necessary. Yeah, I mean, it's, in order to have you know better outcome, and and you know, and don't beat yourself up for not uh, not uh, relishing change. You know, you don't have to relish it, but uh, you. You do have to certainly, at the very least, accept, but uh, strive to embrace. Right, right. You know, one other topic you touched on in your book, sticking to the right principles. Yeah, I mean, that's, wow. Um, I, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you had that takeaway because I think maybe of everything I put in there, that might be the one that is most applicable, um, that's most timeless, and it really doesn't, uh, you know, it, it doesn't uh, deal with just a specific situation. You, you, you can use it regardless, you know, regardless. And that is if, if you have core principles and you have core values, um, the, the minute you compromise on them, right, that you're lost. You're, you're lost because 
you know that it, it, it you, if you you got to stick to your guns and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean to be be an unyielding person it doesn't mean to be an inflexible person but there's got to be some some core beliefs some core values and then then once you have those and yeah it's it's going to it's going to create some tough decisions mm-hmm. but more often than not i mean uh look no further than than your own home um, how often have we heard that the children really thrive on structure right and that when you're raising a family if, if there are boundaries if there if there are are rules and there is structure and there's there's values that that the, the, the those kids will thrive on that as opposed to a situation where they wake up each day and they go well I wonder what the what the rule is today right right I wonder what the parameters are today um, yeah I mean you got you know like, like I always told my kids, it's not a democracy. It's a benevolent dictatorship. <laughs> I love it. And you know, and see, and that's where, and 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 when I when I read that part of your book, people sticking to those values uh, is what pr- produces those results yeah. of championships. You know, and you know, and and I liken that because in, in our industry, you know, it is about values. And, and, yeah, but you also have to be patient because you're not going to get immediate payoff. Right. You know, you if you want immediate payoff, then just test the wind and see which way it's blowing and right. go that direction. Uh, if you don't, if you can be patient and not expect or demand immediate payoff, stick to your values, stay the course, right? And that's where you find true victory. And and then the process. Yeah. And and you know and and. Moving in the right direction was also part of one of your your topics in your book. Moving in the right direction, sticking to your your values, your principles, and see, Larry, we teach the same thing here. You know, uh, I think when you and I began our friendship many years ago, uh, you asked me to send you some information about who I am uh, as an advisor, and I think one of the things that stuck out to you was I shared my core values uh, that I've been doing this with the time, but twenty six years, and I think that really appealed to you. Uh, yeah, as far as I, how our relationship began. And we teach those same things to our clients today. Why would people want to do business with us? And it comes back to the core values. It comes back to our principles, you know, uh, being a fiduciary. Uh, more and more, we're hearing people when they call here, you know, either Sherry or, you know, uh, Jessica, whoever takes the call, it, it's, it's Steve a fiduciary. We're hearing that more in the last two years and 26 years of my career. And I think it's, that's what people are searching for. And I, and I think the public's becoming um, educated in, yes. that, in that. And, you know, I think that maybe 28 years ago, fiduciary might have been the winning word in the national spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and they would, you know, kids would, would ask to use it in a sentence, use it in a sentence. <laughs> They'd be stuck. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know what? That's uh, great. Why, why is change so difficult, though, Larry? Well, it's not comfortable. Right. You know, it's, it's not comfortable. I mean, you buy, a new, you, know, you buy a new pair of shoes, you know, they replace that comfortable pair you had, and maybe the new pair of shoes, maybe they're even better pair of shoes. They're going to be more expensive because, you know, they're, they're not as old as your old shoes. Um, but you might have to break them in. Right. You know, you might have to break them in. You might have to get used to them. You know, it, it may feel a little funny the first couple of steps in them, but uh, that that discomfort gives way to a new comfort. Right, right. 
I appreciate that. Um, so the, in the book, what what made you want to write this book, Larry? Well, well, and it, 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 it's interesting that uh, first of all, there's just this remarkable season. The team finishes twenty nine and two, best record in school history. They're ranked third in the nation. Uh, they're poised to become a number one seed in the NCAA tournament, and then uh, the world as we know it just came to a halt uh, for the pandemic. And uh, you know, we were all left with this kind of. Uh, what if lack of closure type of feeling and uh it was watching how the team itself uh dealt with that and to hear you know i didn't i mean i wasn't hearing uh, regrets i wasn't hearing oh poor me and you know they do cursing at them you know howling at the moon and saying why us why us you know all i heard was i heard words like gratitude uh, heard words like uh, f- fortunate. You know, I mean, it, it, here was a group of a group of guys, coaches and players and staff and and administrators and even fans who had something taken away from them. Maybe something that they were never going to have an opportunity to do ever, ever again, and it was ripped away from them. And mm-hmm. the, the their overall attitude was one of gratitude. Uh, and so that struck me, and I felt, well, I, I, I need to tell this story, and I don't want to just recap the games and say, okay, and then they played to St. Louis, and here's how the game started, and then here's how they won it, and then the next game they played UMass. No, I, I, yeah, did, did, did we recap the season? Yeah, but I didn't want it to be a rehash of something that the fans saw for themselves in, in real time or anecdotally, but, you know, to, to, to say, okay, you fans out there are trying to wrap your arms around um, the disappointment and trying to embrace that the, that wondrous feeling that you had. Maybe here's a way to show you how. Maybe maybe it's going to be like a little handbook to, okay, how can I come to terms with what we just experienced and in a way that can make me feel good, you know? And you know, it, obviously the the what ifs are going to linger, but. Uh, Try to have more, gives gives some more meaning to something that did not come with complete closure. And this is man, what a great time to be alive, you know. And what you're doing and what we do, because it is it is about what you just shared about helping people in that situation, uh, time and day in day out. Yeah, I you know what I you know people could, uh, I would I would understand if people um, were pessimistic, because you can really find reasons to be pessimistic and you don't have to look too hard. Right. And especially you don't have to look very far to find somebody to feed the pessimism. Right. I mean there's there are more people that will tell you how bad things are, how bad you are, how how how, how bleak your your future could be than there are that are people that are going to show you that there is there is a brighter path. There is a brighter day. I, I can, and, and I'll try to be real brief, Steve, but I can remember being in college at Bowling Green, and every person that worked in, in Toledo radio or television was a Bowling Green grad, it seemed, and they had all come back for career day. And they would get up there, and they would and say, oh, they'd, they'd tell these horror stories. You're going to work terrible hours. You're going to work for terrible pay. And, and you're going to, you know, just most of you won't even make it in this business, blah, blah, you know. And I remember sitting in that chair thinking, who the heck do you think you are? Right. 
you know, and I swore that if I ever got the forum that I would not say that, that I would tell people the truth. And the truth is the only thing that limits you is not what some people will tell you That's right. is your ambitions. No, the only thing that limits you is your talent. Is yourself. Yeah. It limits you is your talent, you know, your, your talent and then your ability uh, to maximize your talent. You know, that is the only thing that's going to limit you, uh, you know. Hey, if if all it meant was uh, was to be, you know, you could be whatever you want to be, I'd be in the Baseball Hall of Fame right now. <laughs> but I didn't have the ability to do that. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, so be, you know, if you, there are so many people out there that want to want to bring you down, be that person that lifts somebody up today. And you know, Larry, that's why this is uh, this is a fun show today because here it are two great people, yourself, myself, have a lot of passion you know, for people. And I have passion to, to, to do good for people as well. So that's that's why we're in such great company. And I, I really, really appreciate you taking the time to come out and share. And one other thing I want to touch on, uh, two things actually. Uh, I'd like to be able to offer, you know, to the listeners, if they want to, you know, send an email in or call in, uh, provide their name that we can provide them. Would you be willing to do five copies? Oh, absolutely. 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 Uh, yeah. Signed an autograph. Absolutely. From you absolutely. Personally to them. So, so Tony, yeah, we're going to make that announcement. Uh, you know, either email us, uh, go to the website, uh, email us, call us. And then the first five people are going to get an autograph book uh, from Larry himself. Uh, Cause there, it's just a great, great, a lot of, a lot of great material in that book. And it, it, again, it touches on a lot of the things we talked about today. Be glad so, to do it. Absolutely. So, yeah, Tony, I guess the uh, 937-667-6500 or go to templetalkradio.com. And uh, there's a there's a link there. You can send us some information. And, uh, boy, it's been a great, great time, Larry. I, I really appreciate you so much. My pleasure. Yeah, Larry, great talking with you. Great to hear your stories. And uh, it's great to talk to somebody who is a, a local legend, especially in the sports broadcasting yes. world, and it definitely relates to uh, financial issues out there and change. So uh, I'm glad we can give away a few copies of your book to our next few callers uh, or the next few people that uh, log in and send us a message on the website. So thanks once again, and Steve, great show. But listeners, that does it for today's episode of Temple Talk with our host, Steve Temple. Thank you for joining us for Temple Talk Radio. Don't head into retirement without a strategy that addresses both income and taxes. For more information, please contact Steve Temple at Pinnacle Investment Advisors at 937-667-6500 or visit templetalkradio.com. Join us again soon for another episode of Temple Talk Radio. Advisory services are offered through Pinnacle Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Temple Financial Solutions, an affiliated company. Pinnacle Investment Advisors, LLC, and Temple Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.